0: what's great guys trust you're doing amazing this is your homegirl saying a lovely beautiful hello from this side i apologize for the long break but i'm back i'm back i'm back fully and today i would like to orbit around the subject of discussion here the crossroad of destiny some call it purpose but i want to call it the crossroad of destiny what is your divine sweet spot And why have you been cosmically created because your inability to recognize Why you were created? Leaves you always at the door of misery. I Say that because as a young person from your early um, your late teenage years Into your early 20s. Some people even take it into the late 20s. We try to discover who we are I mean, why am I put on earth here? You know, and culture makes it so distracting and it's a strategy of hell. Our birthday is not just a birthday, it's a problem day for hell. So, the culture makes it so distracting, especially in this day of social media, where everyone is preoccupied, it's a distraction for young people. So, they pull you here, a force pulls you there, you're pulled here and there, you don't even know why you created. But today I just want to help someone listening to me. You have to know that you were created on purpose. You were created for purpose and you were created with purpose. And the only way to know why you were created and put here on earth is to see God's face. There are some things honestly that people can do for you. But when it comes to discovering your identity... I mean discovering why you were cosmically created you can't give it to somebody else that's like child's play you can't it's something you have to do for yourself and here I make sure and try as much as possible in my capacity that to define relationships righteously not just relationships between a man and a woman but every relationship so the only way you can recognize and know why you were created is to seek God's face and if you do not know God devotionally you can never know him directionally <laughs> and I think that when we begin to discover why God created us and made us you know why you're here so ask yourself why am I here on earth am I just put here because the truth is the earth is a proving ground and everything will be tested the earth is a battlefield I mean Every single thing professed will be tested. So discovering why God made you and why you're here is very, very vital and important to your destiny. And a beautiful thing happens when you begin to discover who you are. Then when you begin to discover, you discover destiny. Why you were created. Then you begin to consider destiny. And in consider destiny in considering destiny I'm sorry in considering destiny then you have to know who to take along with you You begin to consider is this person good for me A person might be good to you but it does not mean they are good for you Does this person complement my destiny not just having a lot of relationships. I mean, there's a difference between sins and weights. You know, the Bible says laying aside every weight. Some of us have toxic people in our lives. Some of us are in destiny-ditoring relationships. Relationships that take us away from the purpose, entirely from where what God has created us for. And there's something about this, about discovering and considering destiny. If you do not know why you were created, I always tell people, you take the wrong people with you. And wrong people will take you to the wrong destinations. And the wrong destinations that these people take you to will put you in recovery seasons upon recovery seasons upon recovery seasons. Because of consistent heartbreaks. Directly away from why you were cosmically created. So ask yourself, what is my divine sweet spot? I always say the cure as a young person I want to sit this one out and help someone listening to me excuse me the cure to loneliness is not company I'll say that again I got that from a mentor of mine the cure to loneliness is not company it's calling recognizing why you're here mastering your solo There's a difference between being alone and being lonely. There's a very, very big difference. And because you don't know who to take along with you on your journey of destiny, you take the wrong people with you like I earlier said. Imagine if you knew why you were created. You would not just enter into just any kind of relationship because you know the quality to look for. Look at David. David was anointed for for palace and yet he was anointed from pasture. Now, he could not say, Oh well, because I've been anointed for anointed for, for palace, I was still in pasture. So I can date pasture. That's what a lot of us do. We you should go where the oil is. Go where the oil is. Don't just settle. You'll call for something greater. And I just hope that this will help someone out there. Because when I hear young people say, I'm depressed, apart from the extreme options or people going through a lot, when you don't recognize seasons, when you don't know why you were created, you're just going through life haphazardly. You might be doing things, you might be doing things around your purpose, you know, and just going around like that, but you've not hit it. There's no way you will not be sad or depressed. And so when I hear young people say, I have societal thoughts, you know, Apart from the extreme, like I said, is something that needs very, very close introspection. Continuing, I think our problem, especially as ladies and even men, is that we all need someone to come and discover us. So I take myself as an example. My problem is I I, I need someone to discover me who is a compliment, not actually finding someone or having someone find us what i mean is because we don't know and we've not identified our divine sweet spot so ladies i mean disney lights us. we as ladies are waiting for a prince charming to come and save us from our loneliness from our singleness i want to reiterate this and i would always say that that your single state is the best state to serve god and please him not to say that marriage is a wrong thing But the truth is, I believe you can live a single, sassy, satisfied Christian life. Of course, not devoid of temptation. It will be there. But then there's someone who's going to walk that path with you. You can live that life and be fulfilled until God brings the one. You know, I just want to be real with you guys. Culture lies to us a lot. And whatever is abnormal to kingdom tends to be normal is normal to culture whatever is normal to culture is abnormal to kingdom and we've just got it so mixed up so i feel that if we do not discover who we are and why we are created it leads to a lot it opens a lot it opens different kind of portals you should not know what it means to be boring what it means to be boring yeah when you were single because you're so occupied or preoccupied with serving god with doing things for him that man by the time the person comes along it's like boom you just look at each other you're like i didn't even know this was coming because you're having a soul affair like a love affair with your creator so continuing i will say that the problem is a lot of us are not kingdom enough to recognize kingdom, recognize kingdom. And the problem, another problem again is when you do not stay in Jesus' face, you cannot know if a person is Jesus sent because we do not seek Jesus' face. That is why I said if you do not know God devotionally, you can never know God directionally. So we are not kingdom. We profess Christianity because today it's in fashion to be Christian. Oh, I'm a Christian. Praise the Lord. Oh, but the truth is, it's beyond that. We need to be practical. So a lot of us are not kingdom enough to recognize that. Oh, the devil sometimes wraps our preference and sends it to us as God sent. So when he sends it, if you constantly stay in the father's face, and this person is talking to you. I mean, God. God reveals red flags to us in relationships right from the very start. When a person, a person's coming into your life, is drawing you away from God. I can tell you from experience that is so wrong. Something is absolutely wrong. That's a very big red flag that that person is a counterfeit and not from God. So when you're not kingdom enough, when this person is talking to you and they're a counterfeit, you can't say, oh. That don't sound like my daddy. But if you're in his face always, you can say, oh, this doesn't sound like my daddy. My daddy won't talk like this. It means you know his heart. You know God's heart. You've laid your head on his chest. You know his intention. You understand. And like I I, want to add again that when you live a life close to God, you can hear, like I earlier said, this doesn't sound kingdom at all at all i mean a lot of us are people in our lives We you can't be having the devil loves when we claim kingdom and misrepresent it at the same time you cannot be a temple and a hotel at the same time as a lady and a man someone is checking and checking in through your body always that's an hotel and you say you're representing kingdom that's double standard if i'm right That's so wrong in every way and on every level. You have to pick one. What's on the throne of your heart? What is occupying your throne? I mean, is your heart a throne or a couch? Because when your heart is a couch, definitely you have different kind of things there. But when your heart is a throne, all of this starts from knowing who you are. And to add to this, when you get to that crossroad of decision, then you ask yourself, this is destiny on this side. History on the other side. Unknown, always known. Taking the risk, taking what you know is just always going to be there on culture side. I want to say something as a young person. When a person leaves your destiny, that was just a chapter, not a book. So don't beat yourself over relationships that are falling apart because God is trying to fight your battles for you. I'm talking from experience here. Don't try to bring something together when God is trying to rip it apart. It's for your own good. And God knows what we need even better than us. So that was just a chapter, not a book. Because you already, I mean, when you know destiny, you're already killing it in destiny. So you're not feeling as though they are your destiny. Because these kind of breakups usually don't hurt. The truth is, when you recognize your destiny and why you were created, breakups don't hurt. In fact, they are less painful. Because imagine you knowing who you are. You're dating on purpose. You're eating on purpose. You're living on purpose. You're marrying on purpose. I mean, everything you're doing is on destiny. It's destiny. God's calling. It, It saves you a life of heartbreak. If you want to experience pain, don't pray if you want to experience what pain means don't pray don't see god's face especially if if you 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 love controlling the outcomes and you just feel that you got this no you don't have this someone created you you know and like i said it's a chapter when they leave and it's not a book your purpose and destiny is not tied to what left or who left I want to reiterate that. Your purpose and your destiny is not tied to who left your life. Boo, bae, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. Whoever they are. Your destiny is not tied to who left. They left because they had to leave. Like I'd always say, the door is always open. You have to get to a place where you can choose right. Because you are living right. And you can only get to a place where you can choose right. Because you are living right. Because... You've identified why you were cosmically created. Now, do not allow someone else's trauma to become your chaos. I am always advocating for vouching and um, advocating for defining relationships. Always. That's how you know who is who in your life. And whenever a man, I want to reiterate this for someone out there again, Whenever a man or woman is walking through life hungry, hmm, everything looks good. I'll say that again one more time. Whenever a man or woman is walking through life hungry, not just hungry and the stomach, hungry, everything looks good. Stuff that normally would not entice you is temptation because you are hungry. So you risk entertaining things you are not called to. And that, like I said, puts you in recovery seasons. It takes you off course, off radar. Now what if you can't go to the next level because you have not found why you were cosmically created? Have you asked yourself, maybe the reason why I have not been able to get to the next level I've been praying for is because I have not discovered why I am cosmically created. I want to say this, like I earlier said, marriage does not cure loneliness. It exposes it. It exposes it. Marriage also does not cure lust. It also exposes it. And um, the cure, like I said, for loneliness is not in company, but in purpose, calling. So you need to get to a place where you've got to attach yourself to your assignment. That is your self-power. I mean, if the devil attacks your car, your money, your Otto, whatever it is the devil attacks. As a child of God, as a kingdom person, your assignment cannot be taken away from you because he's attacking all those things around you to try to get to that seed. That is your self-power. Can nobody take that from you? Like I said again, boredom thoughts open distraction slots. You should not know what it means to be bored when you're busy with kingdom matters. I mean, really busy, and not just busy but spending time having an affair with your creator. Because boredom thoughts open distraction slots because some people are viewed they are viewed as people that will control your loneliness. When I mean distraction, I'm talking about people here. And They will control your loneliness because the devil always comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So you have to get to a place where you do not control outcomes and results. God wants you to get rid of your control freaks. Part of what he wants you to know in that process of discovering you is getting rid of your control freaks. I mean, I usually tell people, if you want to walk with God, honestly, you have to be content with unanswered questions. God is going to tell you to do this, and you can't ask him but why he's not going to explain all the why's to you i'm just being honest he won't explain to you you know and in conclusion i want to say something here for the ladies when you say you love a man let's take love out of the equation how about respect do you respect this man because if you do not submission will be hard and we don't know how to love i think that we need to tell god to teach us how to love take love out of the equation for a moment ask yourself does this man do anything respect worthy does this man do anything respectful does this man do anything worthy of respect you know i decided to take love out of the equation for somebody so you can think about this for a second and another point i like us to know here is prayerlessness is tied to pain like i earlier said and prayerlessness is arrogance and the further you get from your divine router, the slower your internal strength is. So now you're hopping on anyone's, everybody's connection because you don't have your connection. <laughs> That's why we put God weight on people. And I just thought that this will help somebody because the the further you get from your divine router. <laughs> The slower your internal strength is, and so now you're helping on everybody's connection just because you've not found why you were cosmically created. And rounding up, what is your divine sweet spot? You're special, you're important, you were created on purpose, for purpose, with purpose. It's still your girl, your homegirl, Shalom, saying a wonderful bye from this side.